Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the World of Ink Network, founded in 2011 by Virginia Grenier and Marsha Cook. Their vision was to start a radio show that helped writers reach their dreams. The World of Ink has a wonderful group of hosts who are dedicated to delivering shows to entertain and inspire listeners. The World of Ink Network shares resources that introduce tips, products, and services to help strengthen, support, and challenge those who love writing and the written word. Their hope is to bring not only authors, illustrators, and publishers together, but screenwriters, directors, and producers. New to the network will be a variety of special shows, bringing not only entertaining shows, but informative discussions on timely subjects. To learn more about us, go to www.worldofinknetwork.com or visit us on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Thank you for your support and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. It's Marcia Cook, and um, we have a great show today, as promised, Writing for Children. We're going to talk about that, and I'll probably have another one next month. I think it's so important um, that everybody that's been listening all these years knows that we have done many children's shows, but not lately. So we are going to be doing it. It's a very tough market for children's authors, but it's really a necessary market. And uh, we have three authors that are going to be on today, Rich Linville, Juliet Douglas, and Marta Morin Bishop. Marta's not here yet, but she'll be here soon. And I'm going to let Rich and then Juliet tell you a little bit about themselves and um, then we'll begin talking, but uh, I probably should tell you about myself. I am an author, screenwriter, and I host and produce the shows on World of Ink for the last nine years. And um, I do romantic comedies, children's books, memoir, and um, when I remember, I start talking about some of the other things I do, but I should tell you that I do use two companies, um, Southern Owl Publications, and I also use um, Owl and Pussycat for prom- promotion. And everybody knows how I feel about I'm on a lot. I'm on Facebook and I'm on Twitter and Instagram. But I think you, sometimes you need some help with someone doing this for you. And both of these companies in, um, are very good. And they help children's writers because out there, children's writers, it's really tough for us. Uh, it. It's a different market, and you would think that a lot of the parents uh, would be buying children's books and listening to the shows about children's books, but, you know, that's why we encourage everybody to talk about children's book more. And there are some pages, and we're all on, you know, a new page on Facebook here, so we're going to talk about that because there are groups out there. Um, I never really like being in too many, although I'm in, like, so many of them and I post a lot of places and then I'm you know I know I say I don't like to market but I am marketing all the time but actually the best form of marketing is being on a radio show so today we're going to let Rich and Juliet discuss you know their books and Juliet how are you good good thank I'm, you for I'm having so me so nice to meet to meet you and uh, Rich how are you Doing fine in rainy, uh, liquid sunshine, California. Yeah, I know. I'm in Chicago, so it's a little cold. 
when Same our here. wind is yeah, I know you're in Kentucky. I know our wind is pretty bad sometimes. Yeah, and Ooh. you know they're getting that today yeah. too. Whew. And you know when you open the car door and it's so weird because you open the car door and you really it's like wants to close and you can't even get it the car door's <laughs> open we have to, yeah. that's how it was the other day you know and you feel like you're gonna like fly away like Mary Poppins it is strange you know but that is Chicago all right so um, Juliet do you want to talk about you know a little bit about what you do and your new book and how you got to that book? sure I'd be happy to. Um, basically, I'm a Western writer, and what got me into the children's book was um, I had I was blessed with a bunch of orphan possums, and I kept putting updates on my personal page about the possums, and everybody kept saying, "You need to write a book about this. You need to write a book about this. You need to write a book about this." And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I did. And um, I have Tiny Paws and Claws. Uh, wildlife Rescue is based out of Paducah, Kentucky, and I live in western Kentucky. Um, and so we, Jenna Peterson and I, connected. And since then, we've become really, really good friends and there's more to the story, but that gives you the basis of why I started writing the book. And it's basically a lot of rehabbers don't have any funding. They pay for this stuff out of their own pocket. All the vetting, yeah. the medicines, everything that they get. So it was kind of sort of written so that she could sell the books through her rehab organization she's a 501c3 to where she could make money yeah Yeah. and she's done very well she's sold out of the first batch already great but um it's it's an informative fun look at possums that everybody thinks are the ugliest creature on earth and, but they're very docile, and they're very, very beneficial to our environment. And they're also 70 yes. million years old. So, yes. Wow. Yeah. yeah I, think so kids, I, I actually it, think kids like that. I think, you know, um, in the children's market, you know, it is a different market, which we'll continue talking about that in a few seconds. But the thing is, kids like certain, you know, there are topics that, Maybe adults might not want, but that seems to be something that kids kids are very curious. So it seems like it's gonna. That's why it's it's a good topic because you know you, you never know. Yeah, kids, and I but. tried to gear it. I tried to write it in the simplest way I could. Use some big words like vegetable. Well, um, that, so that kids in the younger <laughs> grades would, would know. Yes. They would learn that. a new word. You yeah, know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like yeah, I mean, that, it's and then they it's would important. learn about possums. Yeah, I think so. that's a good, you know, thing because I think when kids learn, and you know, even if they learn just a little from a book, it will stick with them forever. Now, Rich, I know you you can tell everybody what you do, but you are, you know, you were a teacher, and so that's a good thing. So it's always good to have teachers on because you know so much about kids that um, 
some of us don't know, you know, even though if we have kids or we write for children, it's always good to hear what teachers have to say. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself. I I taught, I enjoyed teaching for 48 years. Wow. Retired, and I'm sitting around the house, and my wife says, honey, you're bored. And I go, yes, dear. She said, call <laughs> your granddaughter and ask her what kind of books she likes. I said, what are you oh. talking about? She mm-hmm. says, you've been telling stories for 48 years. You might as well write them. And so right. I called my granddaughter, and she loved unicorns at that time. This was in 2016. They're still, they're so still big. I, I just actually, I just got a lesson in that the other day. Somebody's that it, it's huge. Kids are having birthday parties oh. about with unicorns, and yeah, she has a birthday big. party with unicorns. Her room yep. is decorated with unicorns. She's yep. they're still big. <laughs> and so I wrote unicorn jokes for kids, and I have a Christmas one, uh, Christmas for the unicorn family. But I've since 2016, I've written 70 children's books. I have e-books, paperbacks, and then I have over 50 audiobooks, and I have so much fun doing it. It's almost as Seven, much fun as the classroom. Did you say 70 books? Did you say 70 books? 70, yes. Seven zero, 70 books, yes. Wow. Wow. I'm retired, so what else can I do and have fun doing? <laughs> well, that's a, it's I, really I, good. You know, I actually, teachers, I you know what, teachers have a knack for this, and, you know, um, it, it's true. A lot of teachers, you know, they want to write a book, but they don't, you know, and the fact that you've done all these books is a good thing. I mean, you know, it's that's a lot of books for kids. When you're teaching, you don't have time to write books because you're so you're writing lesson right. plans and you're planning and you're preparing. And so, all those 48 years, uh, we would do. You know, I always read books out loud. I would have children. I would have. Uh, hundreds of books in my classroom that I got from the library and parents and, and purchasing. And then for reading, I would have the children pick the book that they wanted. And some kids would say, can I pick an easy book? And I said, sure. As an adult, I read easy books. They would say, can I pick a really hard book? And I said, sure. I said, if you need help, just ask somebody for the words. And then each day I would have them stand up and talk about their books and what they liked and what they didn't like and and I, some kids would say, I don't like this book. Can I quit? And I said, sure, adults quit. Boy, if I don't yeah. like a book, I'm not going to read it. They right. said, tell us why you don't like it. And so they would explain why they didn't like the book. And another kid says, I want to read that book. And so it would just it would um, be a domino effect. Everybody would share books with everybody else. And I had parents telling me that for the first time ever, their children would be reading books at home. That's and really important. Parents... Oh, yeah. Parents, awesome. the best thing they can do for their child is read and, and read. Yep. take turns reading and and have them guess part of the word. And then if they can't figure out the word, just only, the parent only shows or says part of the word and then let the child figure out the rest of the word. That's the best learning. And, and make reading fun. If the child's not having fun, say, okay, we'll stop or we'll find a different book or we'll do it some other time. Yeah. You're not ready because when you force a child, I've learned over the years that if you force a child to read when they're not ready, then You're not going to they get learn to it. hate yeah. reading. Right. So my job, in, my job as a teacher is to <clears throat> get this child that hates reading to love reading. And so that's why I have all kinds of different books and magazines in my classroom or had them in my classroom. And I encourage teachers to do that and parents to do that <clears throat> and to model. To, that's a really I good idea. Read. You know, I, I mean, because that is a huge problem when kids don't want to read. And, you you know, you really can't push kids. People think you can. I, I worked for a no, pediatrician for 20 you years. 
you know, uh, doing, yeah. you know, I was a lab tech, but I was with kids all the time. You cannot really push them. You know, and I think it's a really good idea that what you've just said now is because if they don't like it, like, right, like adults, they start a book and they don't finish it. Nobody says anything to them. So you're right, because then exactly. if you make the child read it, they're going to not like reading. So I, that's really, and nobody's really said that. I've not really heard that. And that's really, I, I've had a lot of shows, yeah. but nobody's mentioned that. And honestly, that seems well, the like a really good came thing. Into me and she said, you know, the superintendent came into me and she says, you're not using the reading book in your class. And I said, no. She said, but the kids are having fun reading, and I get comments from the parents about how their children are reading more and more. So I just, I guess, keep doing what you're doing. I said, thank you. See, that's that's a high compliment. That's a high compliment. Yeah, that's a huge compliment. It is. You know, (laughs) okay, I mean, I have audio books. How do you feel about the audio? Like, I, my opinion of audio books, I have five of my books have children, you know, for children have audio books. I think... Some kids like to listen to things and read or maybe exactly. look at the pictures at the same time. Not every kid likes to read, so but it's it's a slow market for audiobooks for kids. And I just don't know it why because I, I think make, it would be a really good market. It's not. It should be. And I don't know what happened here. I have you know, found that the kid who doesn't like to read, if I provide in my classroom audiobooks, all of a sudden – they like to read because a lot of the audiobooks for children have uh, music. They have, um, see, the audiobooks are for audible learners. There, there, are, there are four kinds of students who learn, four ways of learning. They learn visually, which is to read a book. They learn um, kinesthetically by touching, making Legos. They, that Lego kid usually doesn't like reading because they want to build. They want to make something. So, you, you motivate them by having Legos in your classroom and having them build something and talk about it, and then now they're going to read the directions because they want to read the directions for making more Legos. So you've motivated them to read even though they, they don't want to read. And then you have the kid that uh, can memorize everything, but they don't understand it, and so you have to discuss, discuss understanding the who, what, where, when, why, and how of a book. And then the other child that learns by listening doesn't want to read. They want to listen because they're, they're the musician. They play music. They, they, they sing. And so for that child, you need to have an auditory book. And so I would have them in the class, and kids would talk about them, and visual kids would say, I'd rather read. And the auditory kids say, I'd rather listen. And so that's why I still do the auditory books, even though I don't make much money with them, because there are yeah. kids who love to listen. See, I think, you know, I wish I had a teacher. I think it would have, would have helped for me. Marta's here. So, Marta, Marta, is that you, Marta? Are you here? Yes, it's me. Oh, hi. Okay. Hi. Say hello to Juliet and Rich. And we, I don't know if you heard the discussion yet, you know, but you want to just talk for a minute and say a little bit about yourself, and then we'll continue on. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be interrupting anybody. Hi, Julia. Well, no, you're on the show. Uh, my name is. <laughs> you're, not interrupting. No, you're, on you're on the show. You're Bye. on the show. But I want to put you on so you know that I put you in the. You're in. Show. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm late. Um, That's okay. Don't worry about it. I. I did not know. I got the days mixed up, and these grocery stores uh, an hour away. Are you kidding? So, is that true? Really, uh, an hour away? Wow. See that? Yeah, wow. it's that or Walmart. 
So anyway, um, I'm a writer and poet. I have two two children's poetry books out and a Dinky the Nurse Marifold novel, which is about a rescue horse told from his point of view, a rescue foal. I'm reading that book now. I love it. Oh, you do? Well, thank you. Yes. Who is this? I've seen it around quite a bit. It sounds like a great book. I haven't read it, but reading that book. It's Rich Lindo, right? I think you're in the group. Did you, Marita? Are you? Did you get that? I put you in the. You know, I added you to the group. Did you see that group? That Rich is in the children's book. The books for children. I I have a. Yeah. I have a book books for children group. Yeah. Yes. I. Is this Rich? Yeah. Yes, this is Rich. Hey, how are you doing, Marcia? It's wonderful. It's wonderful to actually get a chance to say hello and meet you. Uh, well, it's <laughs> nice to, to talk to children book writers. I love this. <laughs> this is why I'm glad to hear show you today. This is why stuff. we're having the show, right? So people can actually meet each other, which is an interesting thing. You know, it's nice to talk to the people that you see on Facebook. You know, it, it's fun. Oh, it's wonderful. Finally. Finally. <laughs> and of course, Marcia and I grew up in the same town. Or but right, I didn't oh know that. I read your, I don't, you know what? I have mentioned this so many times. After all the years of my shows, I there's hardly anybody from Chicago that's been on my shows. I don't even understand. What, I don't know how that came to be, but it's true because um, they're from all over. You know, I've had people, you know, from everywhere, Argentina. You know, every, you know. Um, well, every part of the United States, for sure, but not Chicago, which is the weirdest, okay? And I've had people from Israel. I've had people from the U.K., but it just turns out that way, and I saw that you were from Chicago, but you don't live here anymore. Good for you. No, for I you, don't. It's, but I li- no, actually, I love Chicago, but I live I do, too. In I love it, but it's cold. That's what we just taught you. You missed that part. Where are you? Yeah, I'm in Massachusetts. All right, so it's not cold. that much better. <laughs> right. It's not that much better. <laughs> Rich started, Rich, Rich, you know, I've noticed on, you know, um, the way you're doing the group in the Facebook, you know, it's really nice because you're not just doing the group and letting it go. You know, you're in there. No, no, I'm in there every day. I yeah, just, you I'm are, retired, you know. So I just have fun. <laughs> You know, right. But I mean, I think that's nice when you start a group like that and you're, you know, and people are, you know, little by little, there's more children's authors going in there, you know. Um, you know, Juliet, this is, is new for you because you've not done, Juliet has not been in this market for a long time. So how are you feeling about this? What do you, are you having um desire to write another one or are you, oh, you know, yeah. cause a lot of times, yeah, you are good. All right. That's a good thing. Because, yeah, um, yeah. The rehabber that I work with, um, she has a blind raccoon called Shemp, S-H-E-M-P. Oh, wow. And he's a non-releasable, and he has been certified for educational programs. Um, so the next book I write will be Shemp, the Blind Raccoon. Also, Sorry, so you got something coming up. Spoke, you know, spoken through his point of view, just like I did with Jake and Jasper, the two possums that I raised. So, um, you know, and it, See, it, it's, it's such it a seems, different life. You know, when you live in the city, like Chicago or whatever, I mean, it is different, you know, um, the yeah. type of writing that people do, you know, or know about, you know. I mean, I think that that's 
the interesting part about writing is well, they're not so used to seeing wild animals. No, <laughs> there <laughs> in a city <laughs> situation where here, yeah. you know, my nearest neighbor is a quarter of a mile away, wow. all around me, and behind wow. me it's probably five or six miles away. But um, that's an everyday common occurrence out here. But for a child in the city, this would give them a tool to understanding, you know, wildlife more. Yes. Yeah. And then the same thing with Marta's book with her um, orphan foal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, that's something a that city than a, kids a, don't understand a either. Nursemaid, uh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nursemaid full. Um, but no, they don't understand it. But the interesting thing about that is, I I know people who have been in and about the race, the thoroughbred race society for mm. decades, and did not know about nursemaid foals. Yeah, yeah. I had a white thoroughbred farm that was two miles up the road from me, and I was on foal watch for her thoroughbreds. I guess it was two winters ago now. And the conditions she kept the animals in was, uh, I'm glad she moved them to Lexington so I didn't have to see anything. Oh, that's bad. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. It's, that's really sad. I, I mean, that's, you know. It's, I want it's not a read, pretty part of society. No. no I want really very badly to read Rich's book on Egypt. The, uh, book. the covers are right. The covers on, my, the, on the page, one of my right? Best of, uh, is it? <laughs> I yeah. want to read it so bad. Yeah. yeah huh? it, it's, from the, it's from the viewpoint way before Egypt was uh, uh, settled. And these wanderers are wandering around prehistoric times, and all of a sudden they say, "What's that ahead?" And then they find this freshwater river, and they find plenty of uh, wild goats, and uh, they find food. Then they accidentally discover farmings, and then it just goes up to the the whole history of Egypt from the viewpoint in the beginning of the viewpoint of, of uh, explorers, uh, prehistoric people. Then it gets up into uh, information about Egypt, and the students get to write their name in, in hieroglyphics, Egyptian hieroglyphics, and they have fun doing that. Wow. Oh, cool. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You know, Marta, I don't know, you, you might have missed it, that um, well, Rich has done like over 70 books, and uh, you know, which is unbelievable. Phenomenal. I did miss it. Yes. I, I yeah. had to stop yeah. and feed the horses which live live on our property, and I gave them all a kiss for you before I came in. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That is so good. Including you know, Dinky. You know, I don't know if all I don't know if the three of you know this. Do you know about Magic Blocks? Do you know what that is? Okay, no. this is a site. I had him on my show. The owner, the uh, the one that really started it, which was several years ago. I don't think he owns it anymore, but the site is up there, and you can load your books in there. Um, free, and um, it's a service they provide people by subscriptions, but you don't have to pay anything, and then they do actually pay. So it's called Magic Blocks, it's M-A-G-I-C-B-L-O-X. And um, they they were on my show years ago, but somebody did take it over, but it's a really, you know, they 
the people, the kids can either read the book or read it, and there's an audio that they do with it. They can, you know, or um, and there's a lot of lot of other children's authors on there. So you all might like to check that out because I think, you know, um, I don't, I haven't been promoting my children's books as much until now, the last year again, but um, I went in there and I am getting some checks from them, and they're. They're nice, you know. They're very nice people. I don't know who the new ones are, but I, I do know that it's a really cute site. So if, if you get a chance, go in it because you can load your books in there, and um, then the kids can pick it out because I guess they buy subscriptions to it, you know, the families, and then they just buy, uh-huh. you know, then they can well, listen to the books or whatever. It's a good site. Actually. Is that for audio books or is that for? Oh no, regularly. Just put in. Just put in. You, if you put in your book, it's all. It's the instructions. It'll say how to load them, and you just put in your books. And if you have trouble, you can ask them to help. But um, you, I think my audio. I don't is know if my audio. Is it mostly ebook? Is it an ebook? Yes. Yeah. yeah. They do They're paperback also, I think. Because well, I, I have wiggles. I don't think my paperback, I, I they, it goes to my site. It'll go to my site if they want a paperback, but I don't, I think it's um, just the e-books. That what, what I, oh, you know, okay. mine okay, are Okay, now, e-books. if your books are in Kindle Unlimited, it doesn't are you to, still they, able it doesn't, to put I didn't your even books know, in this? I know that, but I didn't, it, they've been on there so long, and usually you can't be on other things. But this doesn't seem to be anything. I took all my books off of Smashwords and everywhere else, but I forgot about this. Yeah, I, I just so have I don't, Amazon exclusive now. Yeah, that's what I have, and but it's still in there, so they're in there. I don't know. If you take time off, look at it. I don't really know because that's one site. Because But the problem with um, Unlimited is, you know, our books are still out in other places that we didn't put them in, you know. Oh, yeah. That's what happened with me with Smashwords. Well, yeah, I took mine off Smashwords, mm. you know. Uh, I well, actually I took everything down from Smashwords yeah. because I started finding them being given away free. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. See, that's the thing about the thing about Smashwords is, okay, my opinion is I went in – like the other day, and I was trying to buy someone's magazine. And by the time I was done with it, I go, like, no wonder people don't want to come on Smashwords. It's not easy. Amazon is easy. This, you know, they have to decide if it's going to be a PDF or it's going to be an e you know, and people don't want to do that, you know. But this is, I guess it goes to libraries and things like that. I don't know. But I do think it's just smarter. So does Amazon goes to libraries, too. Yeah, they yeah. Do. I, my library. All I have to do now, we have three branches in our county, and all I have to do is when I come out with a new book, is go into the library and tell them to send an email to the director, and bam, she orders them right off of Amazon. Yeah. Wow. See, I gotta say, you know, I mean, being in Chicago, it's really, it's so hard to do that. You know, a lot of these uh, bookstores, you know, I wanted to go speak at the bookstores, and they're small, they don't care, and it's pathetic. And people have tried to buy a book of mine, and then the bookstore will say, well, it's not a new book. So who cares? I mean, you know, Winnie the Pooh isn't new either. So I mean, you know, well, and also, if you if you want, you can put. Because the paperbacks are not exclusive on Amazon, yeah, you can go into Ingram Spark. Yeah, I have um, yeah, and I have hardcover. Fee. 
I have hardcover yeah. too. I have them all. But yeah, it's you very can go hard in and a, if you Ingram Spark and they yeah. will issue you a new ISBN number that you have to pay for and they I will Really? Just you've that, done that? See, I go I didn't know you could do that. So you're saying that if you have a children's book you can go into Ingram to Ingram Spark after you have an account. I think it's sixty five dollars. But that opens you up to all the Barnes and Nobles. That opens you up to all the Books a Million yeah. and whatever else because is I think out I there. have that, but I think, you know, one of my problems is, I don't know about anybody else's, I always talk about my problems because I make a lot of mistakes and because I just, you know, there's so <laughs> much we to all. do. It's overwhelming, <laughs> you know, and I've done this 20 years. But, it, you know, I have joined a lot of groups. And I and a lot of times there's so much I go, oh, I'll try this, I'll try that, I'll try this. And, you know, I'm finding out there really is no answer out there. You know, that's when I decided no. to do, because I did have somebody on my show talking about putting all their books on Kindle Unlimited, and I just did it because it's there then. And then there, I have all my children's books now in hardcover. But you have to call all the time. Even though I have a, a, a publisher that uh, she's an independent publisher, she puts it in, but if you don't check things, Sometimes things disappear, and they have to do it again. Yeah. So I, you know, and this is my problem: is that I get tired of it and go, "I oh, forget it already," because it is insane. Especially when you write in a lot of genres, you're gonna. It's difficult to market. That's why we're doing children's shows lately, from you know Michigan Avenue Media, because this is a market that is so tough for everybody. I mean, it's really here's, hard. Here's the good news. Okay, if good anybody is, I just needs read it. that Barnes and Nobles okay. will allow Amazon uh, publisher uh, hardcovers to come in and do demonstrations. Now I have uh, Ingram Sparks also, but I, I and so I'm with Barnes and Noble. But I also read somewhere that and so my wife and I are planning on going down to the uh, traveling 100 miles to the nearest Barnes and Noble, and I'll go in there. And they said I could come in any time. <clears throat> they would provide the table. I just bring my books, uh-huh. and then I could sell them there. And then, um, and I could hand out my cards, my business cards, have not only my <clears throat> website for books for children, but it has my um, email and my uh, phone and number. And I'm going to do, I'm gonna do that now because that's why I have the paper. That's why I have the hardcover now because, uh, Marta, I think, Marta, weren't you on that show that we were talking about that you need hardcover for children's books? I think you might have been. Were you talking about that? No, I was not well, on that particular show. No, but do you need a hardcover actually hard cover. for? They don't want e-book books, and research is finding in schools that children don't want e-books; they want a hardcover. Right, that's why I'm doing it. Right, that's why I did this. Hardcover or paperback? A paperback or hardcover, either one, yep. both of them. The kids okay. like yep. to hold on to, mark it up. I agree. Uh, dog ear yep. it. They, the kids want my my grandchildren. If I send them books, they want a hard. Hardcover yeah. or a paperback, they don't want an ebook. They, That's why no I did the hardcover, right? And and Amazon, you know, I you know because you have to keep checking with Amazon, you know, and the KDB, you know, you have to keep checking on things because they do change things a lot, you know. Um, and I think, you know, I don't know, Juliet, have you noticed that, you know, between the, your when you're doing the children's book now and your other books, is it difficult now or is it? something you know you have to market it different can't you know um i've been marketing my children's books 
and mm-hmm. some of the other groups that I belong to on Facebook mm-hmm. for book marketing. Um, I even put it up on a couple of Western sites just to let them know, hey, I write other stuff too. And I really yeah, got I more know, hits yeah. on the book on a Western site than I did on all the other sites. But yeah. um, I haven't really, mine's only been out since January the 17th. And around here <coughs> where I live, our county only has a population of 3,200 or 30. Yeah. 33,000, 32,000. Yeah. Okay, so, but we have a lot of festivals and events, and right down the road, I have Murray State University, who has rodeos and bull riding and all that stuff. Um, So the biggest test for me, I am not selling on the internet, except to family and friends or other writers who want the book for their kids. I'm not hitting the general public on the Internet. Where I will hit the general public is when I start doing events. Yeah. Um, everybody is excited and waiting on me to get them in the stores. But... Um, like I, this has been my first experience, but it's not going to keep me from writing another one. I do much better selling paperbacks. I go with the soft covers when I do events at all my events than I do on the internet. I do twenty to thirty events a year, hawking my books, yeah. and that's the money. That's where I make my money. But that's not feasible for a lot of people. Yeah. So I'm kind of blessed in that, that I have an area where I can do that. And I have people lining up at my table to get my books. So, wow, so Rich, I, Rich, did I, I get off the Rich, topic there a little bit? I can't remember. <laughs> Rich, no, dude, Rich, that was, that's on topic. Yes. Rich, let me ask you. No, this is a topic because, you know, the people that are listening – that especially the ones that do children's books have a lot of issues because of this, because they have given up, and that was is another reason why I want to do the show is because you know you can't give up on children's books, you know. And I'm going to let Rich talk a little bit about that because he's you know because you have all these books, and so you know how important this is. So, what would you tell to parents out there that are listening? Because you know it, it's interesting because. They buy a lot of books for themselves, but there a lot of them aren't buying a lot of books for their kids. So, Rich, maybe you want to talk about this a little. I would say don't use the iPad as a babysitter. Yeah. You might think your child is reading a book, but they're playing a game. Right. Whereas when they when they when they've got an actual book in their hand and they're reading it and, and they're reading it out loud and having fun with it, and the parents interacting with the child with the book then the book has value because um, when I had my students read books, <clears throat> they always did, who's the book about, what happened, which, what happened, why did it happen, where did it happen, and when did it happen? You've covered everything. And then the last one, number six, is what's your opinion? And 
why do you have that opinion? Why do you think that way? Why do you think this is the best book in the world or the worst book in the world? And it was neat to hear kids discuss and argue, well, I think it's a great book. No, I think it's a lousy book. Well, that's your opinion. Well, this is my opinion. And so parents need to interact with their children when they read books. And the way to get them to interact is with a hard copy. Plus, research is showing more and more kids are going to hard copies. They don't want that iPad or they want the iPad for games, but they don't want it for reading. They want a book. You know, I've noticed that myself. Even when I keep putting books on my iPad, I don't even read them. I'm, I, you know, I have become like, I don't know. I, I mean, I am a screenwriter and I love watching movies. So I, and I don't like that about myself that I'm not reading books, but I do listen to audio books. So, you know, I think that everything has changed so much since e-books. I mean, you know, I've mentioned this many times on my shows. When I first started shows, e-books, I didn't have e-books. And that was like nine years ago. And then it became crazy, and then all of a sudden everybody had e-books. But I agree that kids really like to hold it. Marta, how do you feel about that? You know, when I was um, with, um, let's say, when I was with, um, when I was working at a desk job, mm-hmm. I got to listen to uh, books. Mm-hmm. And I listen to them on my Kindle, mm-hmm. but since I I don't have my Kindle anymore, I mean, since I'm not working anymore, since I I can't work anymore, I really really prefer holding a book. Yeah. Yeah. See, and I think yeah, a yeah. lot of people. I actually think that's you know probably getting to be the case a lot of times because I think because now everybody's texting and messaging and you know when you really want to just relax being on your phone or your Kindle reading cuz a lot of people do read even on their phone I, I mean it's not relaxing anymore it's 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 no, you're it's interrupted it's, yeah yeah you're interrupted well, and it's demanding paperbacks it's demanding are making a comeback yeah good people are going so there in the bookstores so are in they the want to be able now. Most of the people around here, and I'm I live out in the boonies, folks. So you've yeah. got to get, you know. I've noticed when I I'm in a city, everybody is staring at their phone. Around right. here, <laughs> right. it's a second accessory only used in emergencies. People right. want to hold those paperbacks. Yeah. I talk to so yep. many people. I sell about 3,500 yes. books every season yep. when I do, and that's from, like, September through March mm-hmm. at these events. And people really want good. paperbacks. Yeah. Um, they're so glad that I offer them, but then I do run into a few that only prefer to read them on Kindle. Yeah. And, but I offer them that, too. So, right. Yeah. You know, it's but around here, it's it's people prefer the paperbacks. Now, we, when we were, before the show started, we were talking briefly about pricing of the books. And Rich and you know, Marta, you weren't on either. You know, but um, Rich and Juliet said that they don't want to keep giving their books for a lower price. So uh, I tend to agree that it's getting ridiculous how low 
these everybody wants the price to be on an audio book. I mean, an audio on a ebook or on you know with the Kindle Unlimited. So, how, Rich? How do you decide what price you want on the Kindle too? Because I mean, you know, it's it's easy to say you get a free book, but then. When you get the free book, which all of us probably have tried, on the, which I do, and I have two of my children's books on right now that way, but the ratings are great. And then, and I try, and I really hate when I look at the ratings. I got to be truthful, but I do. I, and I don't look, you look at them. At, I, 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 you don't? <laughs> no, I don't look at them. I could care it's less. It's really I, smart. I, I like to, to be writing and having fun. I, I, if yes, the ratings exactly. are there, fine. If not, fine. That's why I decided that is one of my decisions for the year is to, I love writing, and that's why I can't keep doing this. That's why I have, you know, um, which I said before, Owl and Pussycat, and I have uh, Southern Publication, you know, I have Crystal. Southern Owl uh, Publication. Yes, yes. Crystal does a lot of posting, and Owl and Pussycat does a lot of posting. Marta, you know that. How is Crystal spelled? C-R-Y-S-T-A-L. Oh, just like it's the word. L, okay. And it's Gauthier, G-A-U-T-H-I-E-R. She'll be listening. Again, please. She, she does, does a good job. Show. She does a good yes, job. Yes, yeah, she does a great job. <clears throat> and Owl and Pussycat does, I have both, because they all go to different places, and they're very affordable, and they do a lot of work. Marta, do you want to mm-hmm. talk about that a little? Because Marta works for, Marta? <laughs> go ahead. Yes, I work, I work for Owl and uh, and they do the post. We, There's a we, lot of posting from both groups. We blog. Um, we post to um, Facebook, any in groups we can post to. Um, Facebook right now, Google Plus, but we're going. We're looking for a different site for that because that's going away. Yes. LinkedIn, Tumblr, and you're Twitter. on MeWe too. Yeah. Um, yes, I'm good I am on me. That's why I know. <laughs> yeah, Crystal. Right, right. I, I, I know am that. on me. I know, but I haven't. I haven't really gotten to the point of understanding me. We very much, and I did get uh, the first few contacts I got were from men wanting to connect. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. That's that's common. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I just yeah. delete yeah. them. Yep. You know, so and Rich, you know, I, you know, th- this is a big help. You know, um, Crystal works really hard, and you know, I found both of them at the same time, and I use both of them, and you know, it, it really does help. And you know, they don't have that many children's authors, and they have me, and you know, and uh, now, well, Marta's there, and so you're, and Juliet. So I mean, and that's what we need is to push out the children's books more. And and when I started doing this nine years ago, there were tons, tons of children's authors out there that I knew that were on shows. They've disappeared, most of them, because they weren't selling. And then I think what everybody seems to forget is how we love to write, and that is what. Facebook and Instagram, all of that has done to some people because they feel insecure. So I, that is why I do shows for all these years. I was a literary agent, and most of the people that I knew that were clients, they just gave it up. They couldn't take the pressure of selling, and they forgot while they're writing is, why they write is because they love it. And that's, yeah, the, that's that the is reason, really the, the most important thing. 
You really mm. cannot, you can't let no sales bother you. Right. Because you might have something that will sit on the side for a couple of years, and then all of a sudden, boom, it takes off. I had a book like that. That's true. Yep, yep I have, I've had you those know, too. And um, last year was a big year for it. Um, yeah. Why do you think that but, was, though? I mean, what what was the top? I mean, it was probably one of your other books, but why do you think of the search? What could did something they happen? They finally got the humor in it and started okay. spreading the word. Okay. All right. Okay. And then it got up yep. to uh yep. 19 yep. reviews, four and five star reviews. It was a finalist yep. in Wonderful. the Laramie Awards. You know, it was a comedy. It was a western comedy. Yeah. And um they finally got the humor of it and it took off. It was ranked in the top 100 for months which was really Wonderful. weird because that was that book's been one of my harder sells cuz yeah. it's hmm. you know does anybody want to ask each other a question Marta, did you want to ask them anything or you know cuz you could I'm I'm just so I love children's books I I've always loved children's books I think I like children's books more as an adult than I did as a child okay <laughs> I agree. I agree. I agree. <laughs> right. I don't know. I kind of like all kinds of I never books. Read. No, as a child, yeah. I never read books. My parents didn't encourage oh. me. I never read books. I did lousy in school. I never learned to read a book until my senior year of high school when a friend of mine handed me a paperback and said, here, read this. And I says, I don't read books. And this was my senior year. And he wow. said, you got to read this book. I says, no, I don't. What class is it for? I don't read books. He said, it's not for any class. Just read it. So I put it in my back pocket. It was a paperback. I get home that night. Only three, think, only three channels on TV, and I think the president was giving some sort of speech, and I wasn't going to listen to that. So I went into my bedroom. I sit down, and I'm reading this book from cover to cover, and I'm crying as a senior in high school. My mom opens the door, and she says, what's the matter, honey? Because she read all the time. And I says, Books are better than television. They're better than movies. She says, I've been trying to tell you that for years. Yeah. I says, Mom. And so I went the next day to the librarian, and I says, I want more books by this guy. She yeah. says, oh, that's John Steinbeck. I said, oh, that's how you pronounce oh. his name. Thank you. <laughs> and she, isn't, she says, isn't that interesting, though? Yeah. You know, I, I try and, and tell true. people that, mm-hmm. that books will take you places when you oh, can't yes. physically travel there. Right. You yeah, know, yeah. and if you get a good author that describes the scenery and the mood and the emotions going on, oh, yes. then you're there, even though you're sitting in your easy chair in your living room. You know, right. mm-hmm. yeah. I just Absolutely. try and, you know, but tell people you can travel you. other places. Julia, yep. you've written from a point of view of an animal. Right. And that's, a, I have too, and that's a really rough place to go get to do in the beginning when you first start doing it. Um, at least that was my experience. But they'll take you into the heart, soul, and mind of animals. They'll take you to other planets. They'll take you to other cultures. They'll take you to... Uh, that you cannot Everything. get in a movie or on TV. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I don't care how great the show is. I think the best one for for animals that I ever saw was the the first um, rendition movie, and I think it's called The Amazing Journey or something. It's a true story about a family that had gone away for a while and they'd left their two dogs and a cat at a friend's or, or relatives. And they traveled. Homeward and they, Bound, the wasn't animal, that the name of that movie? It could have been, okay. but the original one, not the first, second one, not the remake, okay. the original okay. one. <clears throat> to some degree, you could do that, but you still couldn't feel what they, what was in their heads, what was in these yeah. animals' heads. Yeah. And well, it's like that in, when you're watching a movie, you can't get into the head of the character. Well, I have a habit of, I, I have been writing dogs that talk and people hear it, that <laughs> my dogs talk, even an adult. You know, when I first started doing um, scripts, you know, um, screenplays, people said, oh, you can't have a dog that talks. I go, if if the rest of the characters don't, aren't animals. I go, no, this is not true. You know, so in my book, It's Never Too Late for Love, the dog talks. And that's what people like. Yeah. I mean, and so I have I gone, loved that book, by the way. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and I, you know, I enjoyed re- it. I had so much fun, and reviews. I feel like I had a kinship. You know, I don't, I don't have a dog now, but I did when I was a kid. And I think people do talk to their dogs. Their dogs might not talk. Oh, there. yeah. Mine I does. I got two all the time. <laughs> and I talk to them all the time. Right. Which could be why yep. we're all writers, that we're all talking about this now. <laughs> there might be something uh, in that. You know, I try to my bird, my cat, and my horses, and they do understand. Yep. They do oh, understand. Yes, they do. Yes, yeah. they do. Yeah. But I think that's I, true. I, I put a lot of humor in my books. Yeah. Because yeah. that, and I, I did a lot of humor with Jake and Jasper. And um, people liked it. each other and nitpicking at each other. Yeah. And they were kind of like that in real life. Um, wow! There you go. <laughs> that was that was what was funny is that I had them here in the house. They were trained to puppy papers and stuff like that. And Jake was the love, or Jasper was the lovable snug buttons. He had to sit in my lap, and when I wanted to move him, he'd give me little love bites because he didn't want me to move. <laughs> so, you know, and, and I think for, and I think so for people that are listening, you know, one of the important things is have fun with the story and you can't always listen to everybody. Right. Says, don't do this. Don't do that. You're the author, you know, and I've mentioned this many times before. I don't have beta readers because um, I'm not convinced that that's always a good thing. You know, um, neither do I. I'm not saying, Amen. Yeah. Amen. I don't either. Yeah. Be, yeah. I, I, I don't trust them. Me, well, I don't what, trust you know what? Everybody no. writes the way it's they write, person. but I, if they're just not a, an author, they may. It doesn't matter if they get it or not. It just means I can't change my book or my thoughts because somebody thinks I should change my books or my thoughts. So <laughs> I think that if people are out there listening, just go with what you feel. I mean, if you right. get anything from this show, yep. is that if you want to sit yep. down and write a children's book, just write it. You know, don't, yeah, and yeah. don't show it. it to everybody. Forget that. No, don't and let anybody see it yep. until you're totally, totally no, done. there's too many in. beta readers out there now that are stealing the books and selling them. That's what somebody Whoa. said on Whoa. one of my shows, yeah, that we were talking yeah. about that. And I didn't think about I just, that. I just have Whoa. a few people yeah. that I deal with. I didn't with. know that, yeah. 
Yeah, they've been yeah. they've been keeping the the better eaters been keeping the sample copies, and then they're oh, telling they're good. turning around and selling them to ghostwriters or something else, and selling wow. them for like a thousand to five thousand dollars a script, and oh. that's pretty low because this it's author bad. trusted you not to do that. Well, that's a new and low. And that's pretty low. It's a really a new low. You know, I mean, that's the thing. You know, but, I mean, but you know, that's why you know. Just use the editor, the publisher, independent publisher, you know, and if you trust an editor, that's good because that is a good thing. But you don't need to give it to 10 beta readers and you don't need to give your book to everybody and just have them write a review just because you give it to them. See, this is a whole system that I didn't learn with and, you know, and this is not good. You know, and I think authors give up fast because this is how it is now, and just and a lot of us have been writing for years, and no, this is not how it is. We like right. writing. There is there are a probably two or three people say I would trust enough to read the book, yeah, and give me feedback, and um, I very I. I just to, and I've known them long enough and trust them long enough and they're yeah. authors themselves. Yeah. And they've done it with me and I do it with them. But as far as is that it's like Dinky's book, Rich you're reading Dinky's book. Yes. And I love that book. um <laughs> it's so sweet. Um it's so sad. There's parts you just really cry. But yep. um it's a good book. Um I, when tears. I went into audio I'm sorry? I said laughter with tears, my favorite kind of book. Yeah. When you yes. have yeah. happiness yeah. with tears. That's right. When about I life. When it's I, about life. I put it, I yes, put it, it into audio. And I hadn't read more than a couple passages here or there since practically when I first re- re- wrote it. And um, I just got it put into audio. And the guy that did the audio... I was listening to it, and he did such a, Tom Sleeker, he did such a fabulous job. I fell all over in love with my book. <laughs> is it Audible? Oh, is it Audible? Oh, isn't that wonderful? It's in oh. Audible. It is yeah. in Audible. I, iTunes and, and and on Amazon, but it's it's in Audible. Um, but it's, I'm, um, it's, it took me like four years, but the original woman who was going to edit for me, um, she was a had been a friend of my mother's before my mother passed away for like twenty years and a friend of mine and she was an editor and she um she took the book and she sent it back to me and she said, You have to write this from your point of view. You can't write it from a horse's point of view because War Horse just came out. Oh no. Oh no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love writing books from animals' points of views and inanimate and I point said of views. To her, I said to her, I can't write it from my point of view. Because yeah, you, you. you've got to write. No, it it wouldn't make as much sense. When you're writing a children's book, to me, you have to write it from the animal or whoever's point of view that you've got in the book. Otherwise, yep. personally, I don't think kids are going to resonate with it. Yeah. If you're if you're well, the fly on the wall telling the story, 
I don't think the kids would enjoy it as much as if your characters were the ones saying the story. Well, everything but that's my personal opinion, and that's the way I wrote mine. I, w- I want to ask Marta a but question about, because we haven't touched this subject, about poems. Because, you know, my one of my books, um, you know, The Busy Bus is poems. And I really think kids like poems. Marta, you want to talk? And you know what? Publishers don't exactly run when they, they, they run away, actually, when you do uh, rhyming. But, um, Marta, you do books that are poems. Poetry. So do you want yes, to talk a little bit I, about I do. that? Because nobody ever talks about poetry anymore. Uh, the first one I ever did was um, is a combination between my grandmother, who I never met, and me. Mm-hmm. And it, it was a funny thing because I had never heard of the book. And she had written little pieces of poems and put wow. them in a binder back in the 1930s. Wow. Oh, wow. 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 And um, some of them, the poems in the book are complete, as she wrote them, which is a little editing. But I would say there's probably three or four that are that way. The rest of them are a combination between her and me. And I took what she had, I edited part of it, and I wrote the finished it in her voice. It was so sweet. Oh, cool. And then I did yeah. And then I did more of my own trying to stay in her voice. That's nice. And it's called We Three We Three a Mother's Love and Verse, but the first time I ever heard any of the poems or read any of the poems was when on my mom's deathbed. Uh, and my sister Paula had brought the book um uh, which was just in a binder. And we, there was, there's nine of us kids, and there was about five of us there, and we took turns reading it to my mother. Wow. For five days. Wow. Oh my gosh. And about a year after, and she got such pleasure out of it. Wow. And about yeah. a year after it, my first intention was just to publish it as it was and give it to family members, you know? And then the book just, took off inside of me in finishing it and it has little kind nice lessons on a child being punished from a child's point of view but (laughs) not being punished (laughs) mainly yeah but not being punished mainly there's one poem in there called punished actually (laughs) um which is actually one of my favorites and it's uh it's such a and great one idea of a lot that of you did that. Favorites. It's such a great idea that but, you did that. Boy. And then I did Innocence and Wonder, and they're both out in both audiobook as singles and as the, um, a box set in audio. And they're wow. out in on Kindle in singles and box set. Cool. But um, yeah. is there a market for it? Yeah, I have. I have people who have bought in We Three for their babies and taking the poems and made little songs with the poems. Oh, that's sweet. And sing the poems Good to their, their kids. That's great. And sing wow. them to the, the poems to their children, children that have taken and their parents have read them to them and then they're learning to read with those little books. See, but one of the things I think people aren't realizing now is now the new new mothers, they read to the baby immediately. So... Mm-hmm. 
That's that's so wh- whoever is having babies now actually they do like reading because they start right away, which is so interesting, mm-hmm. you know. Most years ago, I don't. They didn't really do that. You know, you start telling stories. You know, bedtime stories to kids, things like that. But now they start immediately, so they hear this. Oh, they so do, they grow up the learning pregnant. this. Yeah, the, the mother's right, pregnant and she sings and tells stories to her baby. That's when yep. I meet pregnant mothers. I say, "Are you are you singing and telling stories to your baby?" Some of them say yes, and some of them give yep. me a puzzled look, and I say, "It makes a difference. It yep. matters." It's it's interesting how things are that way, right? And so you know, and I think that there's it's always going to be great when there are people writing children's books because there's never enough of them. And I'm hoping that you know by listening to this, people will continue to write or write or start writing. And I also think that you know it really is you can give them for shower gifts. You know, I think people don't realize baby shower gifts. You know. There's nothing better than giving a book, I, even to adults. You know, it's people really like that. You know, so I think that it's hopefully so- for authors things will change, and I think you know, having shows like this makes a difference because you know I always take I got little notes here because it's so interesting to hear everybody's point of view on different ways to sell or to write or how they came to be. You know, and I think that's what makes writing so much fun for all of us, in, which is one in thing. In some we, European countries, they have what's called a book day, and it's just before Christmas. You are to give books to your friends and to children and to adults wow. and to people that you're close to, and the book you give to them shows that you care about them, and it also shows that you know what they like, or if you don't know what they like, you ask them, what kind of book would you like? And so nice. It, we Good need idea. to have that in, in the United States where you have a book day before Christmas, and, and uh, you encourage families to read together and, and, and to talk about books because adults can read with children no matter how what age. Right. And I think and, and I think that it you know adults. it's really good to hear that some of these things are coming back into you know, with more paperbacks, hardcover, you know, and I really do and I think we're all in different parts of the country. So this this is why it's even better, you know, when you have a group here because we're all talking about the same thing and we don't live in the same place. So that's right. how important I, this all is, you know, for different By the way, got to tell you, well, indie bookstores are also, also on the rise. Indie bookstores. Yeah, I did research. hear that, you know, indie bookstores. I did mm. hear that. Yes. Which would be good. Research shows that children that watch television, a story on television, and children that, that read a book, their brain when they watch television becomes hypnotized and flat. When they read a book, the brain becomes active because you interact with the book. You don't interact right. with the TV. When I would sh- read aloud um, Where the Red Fern Crows grows to my students, and we would be crying at the end, and um, I would be crying, and, and, uh, I would ha- and I'd say, who wants to read this? And the next student would take it, and they would be crying, and we were at the end. And then I would show the movie after that. They didn't like the movie. The book was way better. Because well, that's, the, it, isn't that funny how that is? Because people say that even when they see a, an adult movie, you know, regular movie, and there's a book, they always say the book is better, you know, yep. because it's more detailed. It's you get into it more, you know, and you're probably, and I'm sure you're right about the part that they're really feeling it, you know, which is a good thing, oh, you yeah. know. And I oh, think yeah. feelings. That's it. Don't. Don't let your fe- don't forget. People have feelings. So if they cry, like you said, or they laugh, that's good. 
you know, that, that oh, you yeah. want and to I, I a, a my feeling There's nothing wrong somebody. with crying. We're human. We're made to cry. We're supposed to cry. I think If we so. weren't supposed to cry, we wouldn't have tears. So I say there's nothing wrong with a boy crying or a girl crying. No, have there's a good nothing wrong to cry. with it. So, you know, when you're nothing talking, wrong. like, so do you want to tell everybody how to find that you're the – page and i think if all these children's authors are interacting with each other i think that's a good thing right now to hear about so i actually think we also need to have an annual book day yeah that sounds i agree yeah how are we going to do that yeah well i don't know we're going to have to figure out how to start it the reason they got uh, uh, women's history month is because enough people wrote and said something to congress and Congress made it official that March is Wendy, Women's History Month. And yeah. so I have an Amelia Earhart and her life, an interactive book for kids where they, uh, I found that with kids, you, you say, uh, what do you think is going to happen next? And they just love to guess what's going to happen next. And yeah. that's... The, the, well, I'm the, happy, you know, I'm happy to it. host books, uh, you know, and I'm going to be doing, uh, you know, every month. So if any of you want to come on any of these shows, you can. You know, I, I think no. that the more book shows we have, because, you know, my, these shows are on demand. And so they're on demand, and they're also on my website, MarshaCasperCook.com. If you go to radio, all of my old shows are there. And, Marta, you're, you know that. You're doing some shows now, right? <laughs> I'm going to be starting up um, yeah. in the next month or so. We're still because trying to Red get River, through winter. You know, and Red River, yeah. I mean, Red River. What I was talking, you weren't, you were not here, but Red River is where I started. So you know, anybody that's on Red River could always come on my show, also, because we all, you know, met each other there. So I think, and Rich, you I know, would, go ahead. I would like to. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I would really yeah. like to ask a question. A couple sure. questions. Um, yeah. One I wanted to ask um, on the Ingram Sparks. Do you have to belong to the Ingram, Ingram Sparks in order to do readings at Barnes and Noble? I don't no. know. All I know is I do belong, but I think I read somewhere where you don't have to belong to Ingram Sparks. They will just you just call the manager and say I would like to. Um, show my books and sell my books and demonstrate my books. I have a book signing at your store. The, when I called the uh, uh, um, nearest Barnes and Nobles, which is a uh, hundred miles away, and he said, "Come in anytime." Jeez. And I, I thought to myself, "Well, let's see. I'll come in on a Saturday or a Sunday because it's a children's books, and there'll be more kids there than there would be weekday with with adults there." And so uh, my wife and I are planning that. On a Saturday or Sunday, when the weather clears up a little bit and stuff, we're just going to head down to Barnes and Nobles, and I'll do a book signing. I'm going to, I'm going to actually it. do that myself. I'm going to call some of these because maybe things have changed. You know, I was at a Barnes and Noble one time downtown in Chicago, okay, and I had I had a book signing, right? And they sent me to this one place, okay, and I went there. They have no kids. There's no section for children's books, so this is was not oh, a good wow. day, okay? It wasn't a great day, <laughs> you know. And then I kind of said is really not good so you know but i do think maybe they are and you know what they should be because people love to talk to authors they really do so i hope uh-huh. that they are well, doing this they want that they want that signature on there which is fine and they yeah. and i like to write a little phrase or a little comment or a little thing yeah. that relates to I the book and relates to the person yeah. i try to do that and, 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 they, and they, they, they like look at it and they go they like that 
I think Rich. I the think other thing is, is that I have I'm a. I'm sorry, page I didn't mean called, to interrupt. No, it's okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I have a page called "Give a Book, Read a Book," that anybody is welcome to post on there. It's got a, a small but steady following. Okay, what's and it, people give a book? look for books. Okay, give, give a, a book, book read a book. That's a good. Read a book. Okay. Okay. And you're welcome to publish on there. Okay. The I'll other thing is, is that I own about 50 ISBN codes. You do? If anybody ever, yeah. So if anybody ever wants to pay 10 bucks for an ISBN code, I will sell it. Oh, that is cheap. I I paid eighty five dollars for uh, Ingram Sparks for my ISBN code. I'm going to have to, you know, I'm going to have to, and I'm I mean, going to you have to, you have to buy a barcode <laughs> separate. The barcodes are twenty five dollars. No, there's no deal on those. But I bought a bulk. Oh, so cool. it's going to be like thirty five dollars mm. for a you barcode and an ISBN code. You know what I do have on my page, code. on my show page, I have Marta's um, website, and I have Riches, and I have Juliet's. So you can. Go, you know, on the show page, which is on the Black Talk Radio, and it's a, whenever you click the link, everybody where you can find everybody is right there. So, in case they're looking for you, and if you can't find any of the guests that have been on the show, please let me know, and then I will, you know, get you to them if you're listening and you want to talk to them, because this has been really a good show of, you know, how different. It is in all parts of the you know the country, but basically a good book is a good book, you know, and I think that we all care about kids, and that's really the important thing is is getting kids to enjoy a book and i rich I think what you said is so good, and I love that that don't make a kid read a book just because you want them to read it because then they'll not like reading, no. so I think that's going to stick in my head because that makes so much sense because I uh-huh. hear from that people no, always say. Make that's read, what I learned you know, over like, the years. Yeah, it's really, that's a good technique. There, there are schools because, called yeah. Waldorf schools where they don't make the child read until they're ready, until they're 11 or 12 or 13, and they want, when you make a child yeah. read when they don't want to read, they hate it. But yeah. when, you, when the child yeah, I like says, the fact that you didn't that read word? anything. Look at you. You didn't read I never anything, anything, and look what happened. Yeah. So that's a yeah, good I example. I love that. It's a great sudden, example. All of a sudden, I'm I'm carrying two paperback books in my back pocket all around school in my senior year and in college because when I finish one, I want to have another one ready to go. I love that. I think that's a great idea. I mean, and I think, you know, uh, Rich, tell everybody what the name of your site on Facebook is in case, you know, they want to it's, join it's, it. It's Books for Children is, is my site. Um, okay. And it's uh, I'm administering it and having fun with it, and I I appreciate all, appreciate all the parents and all the teachers and all the illustrators. Um, it, it's set up to where anybody that, anything that has to do with children's books, including illustrators. I had some people apologize. Is it okay if I post it? And I said certainly. It has to do with a child's book. Right. Another person right. said I wrote for older children, 14 years and older, and I said, hey, that, that's great. That, that, that's still a child. Children. Still right. A child right. Exactly. And they're still children, and even if it's only if it's a and illustrators are important. You know, and so I, you know, oh, I, yes. Oh, yes. I sent a few people invites and I will do more, you know, because this is a very friendly group. People say hello to you and they actually, you know, are caring. So I think that's a really good thing, you know, and um, that matters, you know. And I think what matters is, I think is that everybody that's, 
an author stick together and try to help each other, which is really important. Yes, yes. You know, you don't want to which be I, alone. When I, when I first started joining, I, I belonged to about 50 groups. When I first joined groups, I kept thinking, oh, the competition, the competition, the comp. And no, it's not, that's not it. It's not like Everybody that. No, right, it isn't. Facebook groups cares. They, they, they want to support you. They want to give you suggestions. And I have learned so much um, in these three years about writing children's books and what to do and what not to do. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, you know, when you were talking about the number of pages, I, um, I usually find 24 pages or 30 or 40 is great yeah. for children, for, for the little children. Um, you can sometimes do more. But also, um, in terms of the price of the book, Amazon won't let you go less than two ninety nine on, on yeah. the books. So, which is fine with me. And then I just throw in a, a little bit of a few dollars profit there, and and um, I'm fine. I'm, yeah, I think again, this is I'm a, retired, yeah, so I'm not very beneficial. Money. That people yeah. know these things, you know, and that they, you know, because sometimes people are having to just keep giving all these books away. And um, it's it's not always the best no. idea. So mm-hmm. I kind of think no. that it's, you're right, what you said, because you, you mentioned that fact that we all work hard on this. You know, it's not like it doesn't. Well, it's, not, it's not just that when you, when you're, when everybody's giving away books all the time, I know people who read constantly, but they just look for the next books that are free. They don't yes. buy books anymore. That doesn't mean... That doesn't mean you're reading the best. Well, too, <laughs> another thing true. is they'll buy the book, read it in 24 hours, and then return it. That is true. And that puts that a mark so on your record yeah. for yeah. something you didn't even do. It was because yeah. these people were too cheap to spend the 99 cents. This is, this is so not That's right. so not good. That the yeah. character and that, not good. that really hurt. <laughs> I, mean, I, had, yeah. Yeah. I had two they women. They not for anything, for nothing. You know, and it's like, uh, people, you know, you Amazon know, shouldn't be fraudulent. taking them back. This is, Amazon this is, should not be taking them back. They really no. shouldn't. No, no. There's no excuse but, for that because really, I mean, it's not like this is a $100 purchase here. This is, if they're just pay, taking it, reading it, and, you know, it's, uh, uh, you know, that's a bad thing. Yeah, so I think right. we have a lot to overcome as authors, you know, but that still doesn't deter us from doing it. You know, so you just right. have to do the best you can. And um, I'm hoping all of you will come back again. And if any of you, you know, want to come back at any time to promote anything, just let me know. And, Marta, when does your show start? Do you want to just say where they could find you and when your show might be starting? Right now, the show, I'm planning on starting it. I'm hoping to start it in April or May. Okay. Um my my stepson just went through sur- hip surgery. Oh, sir. And my and so I'm having to pick up all of the the right. winter and the horses and the extra stuff around the house so my wow. husband can drive the hour hour and something to go help his son. Wow. So I'm a little little overwhelmed. Um I do recommend that you join the Rich, Rich's group. Yeah. And read everybody's too. books. Yes. And yes, um, I agree. And, and please leave think, reviews because that please, makes a difference on Amazon. Please, I know it's so bad. I know. read a book this if is, you want. Yeah, the review part is bad. You know, and we well, we haven't gotten into that, but that part is bad. And so, if, you know, if you read a book, you know, uh, please leave a review. Yeah, I, I never. I well, don't you do know, that any. Yeah, Amazon's been taking reviews down. 
I know yeah. that. We've, yeah. we've talked about this so many times. It's a couple unreal. of my books would have already had 100 reviews if, if I they don't hadn't know what done that. Here. We've, we've talked about this many times. Yeah, they claim that we're, we're friends with these verified purchases. I, that, and you know, I don't know these people not, from Adam. I know. Me too. I know. It's just not a good thing. But it, I know I, I hear from a lot of people they are taking them down. So, all right, and Rich, all right, tell everybody where they can find you. Oh, um, it's teachersask at yahoo.com is my okay. um, email. Okay. And it's uh, Facebook Books for Children. Okay. It's a public group, uh, although I've had to kick a couple of people off that were doing things or saying things that weren't appropriate. Now I understand <sighs> the, the, the responsibility of being an administrator uh, because they were posting things that weren't children's books, and I and I got to them right away yeah. and said no. Yeah. <laughs> and I had to well, block, sometimes they're just not paying attention either, people. you know, because everybody no, just keeps not, posting no. and posting, and nobody, you know, that's what happens a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Marta, where can we find you? MarchMoranBishop.com. Okay. Or MarchMoranBishop at Yahoo.com. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Juliet? Keep it simple. <laughs> I'm reading, I'm redoing my website. It's okay. still up, but it's. Um, well, I have not you on current. Amazon. I have it on my uh, you know, page here. Yeah, so you can either go Amazon. to Amazon and look yeah. up Juliet Douglas, or you can go to, I'm on Facebook mm-hmm. as Juliet Douglas. Mm-hmm. Author Juliet Douglas, and they can find me that way. And they can I find your other books too, okay. right? Your other books also. Pardon? Is that way? Your other books? Yeah, Amazon has all ten of my books up. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. I, you can I, also and find I to, me on Facebook okay. and Twitter. Yes, and I want to thank you yeah, all I'm for on being Twitter on. Too. You, yes, me too. And if um, Twitter, me, we, all that stuff. Right, and you know that's why. You know, Crystal and uh, Alan Pussy. This is why the it's good. I I'm out there too. They're you know, great. I, for the They're shows, great. for the shows. I mean, you know, I I post usually the last couple of days, and I was in all these groups posting now because, you know, I. You know, I, I don't put anything on Facebook that's really about me. It's all about my shows or my books, you know, and I find it's better that right. way because no, who needs to know anything else about me? It's not that interesting. So, Agreed. you know, what can I say? I well, that's that. what my personal page is for is all my personal yeah. stuff. Yeah. My yeah. Well, right, author you know. page on Facebook is for my books. I know. You if know, I have just, if I want to share friends' books, you know, Rick's or Marta's books, then I share them to my personal page because that has more traffic. Yeah, I'll add, you, I'll add all people, three of you on my uh, Michigan Avenue Media, uh, or my, cause that's where the, all the shows are, the podcast. I'll add you to that. Okay. You know, uh, I, Rich is really good at what he does because he keeps up with all of this. So I, then I can see on the, on the Facebook page. I, you know, I am so busy posting a lot of stuff, which is I'm going to stop doing that because I really have to write more. And you can't really write when you're doing all of this. That's the purpose of having, you know, people that do good promotions. Yeah. You know. I actually, because um, I work with the Owl and Pussycat, I've got that yes. down to a, a bit of a science right now. But um, I also help my cousin do um video. You want to just mention her? Trailers. Mention her site where she does the videos? Astara, right? that, Brenmore, yeah. okay. Brenmore okay. which is Brenmore Productions, B-R-Y-M-O-R-N-M-O-R Productions.com. 
but um, the aside from that, I do have a new book that will be coming out in a probably another two three weeks. It's Dinky's Mother's Story. Oh, that's good. Oh, wonderful. Uh, good. Which is because when I we got Dinky and I I learned about Nurse Marifolds because everything in the book is actually from real events. It's great. Um, yeah. So, and but as I got him and I was thinking about how horrible it was for these poor Nurse Marifolds and I know a lot of Nurse Marifolds, and then I started thinking, what about the mothers? Uh-huh. Who have their babies ripped yeah. away from them when they're babies? Uh, you know, so within hours less of their than birth. two hours later. Yeah. Sometimes even less than that. Uh, yeah. So that they yeah. can go and milk another foal. You know, yeah. so that the high dollar American can go out. And so I, I had to write her story, which is, as Rich says, is going to be um, laughing and crying. I think that's a good that's thing. You know, and so I think, you know, I think that's that's a thing. You know, the, when you can touch people in a way like that, it you know, and even if it's five people, you know, it's uh, it matters. It does. I mean, I think it mm-hmm. does. And so I think that, you know, as many people as can write a good story and keep them out there. Yeah. I mean, this is really what we need, because there's there's just kids coming up all the time, you know, and. It, whatever is old to us is new to them. That's why when the uh, yeah. source says yeah. it's an old book, what is that about? I mean, that's ridiculous, you know. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, you can't, yeah, what's good. the answer it's to that? I mean, good. you can't even, when someone says that, that owns a bookstore, you go like, I, you can't even answer. I mean, I, you know, and I feel yeah. like I don't even want to ask them again to be there because I just feel like, what is that about? I mean, you know, it's a small bookstore. I would do, you know, I, I, we don't charge when we go any of these places. So, I mean, but the fact is, if it's not brand new and it's kids' books, who cares? And it shouldn't be that way with the adults. Any book that's a good story, what is the difference on the age yeah, of the book? The, the worst compliment one I, I got ever was I, I wrote a book that was good, good for both adults and children, which was yep. that uh, – for me, felt wow. You mean an adult read my children's books and had fun with it and enjoyed it, or I, uh, my audio book is is uh, for uh, 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 unicorn jokes for kids. I had an adult say, "Hey, I'm an adult and I enjoyed them." So it was like, "Oh, okay, it's meant for kids." <laughs> no way, but that, but you know, well, what? I a had good thing. a couple of people buy awesome possums to put with their magazines on their coffee table. That's a good thing. That yeah, is yeah, wonderful. There you go. They they That's wanted really good it, thing. Really you know, good showcase thing. because they and they liked it. They loved it. They good. thought it was this great. What, and they have company is, all the time, and sometimes they're kids, and they wanted it there on the coffee table for the kids to pick up. Yeah. You know, and I think it's good. and I also think it's good to promote yourself. It is very difficult for me, and I, it's it, I'm I'm really going to try to do this when I'm on the show. I'm fine, but when I'm regular, you know, I don't mention anything a lot of times, which is totally wrong. You know, and um, I got to read your children's books too, Marcia. Okay. I got to read everybody's <laughs> children's books. Yeah, I know. I have to read more too. All right, thank you all for coming on, and um, I really appreciate it. this. Was a thank good you. show, so entertaining. Thank you and for having us. Yes, thank it was you for great. such a and great show. And I want show. you to come back again, and I mean it. Yeah, <laughs> love to. Seriously. Yes. All right, this is yes. great. Yeah, this is so much fun. To. 
All right. Thank you so much for being on. And Marta, thank good luck you. with the show. Right. Thanks. Thank oh, you. thank you so much. I'll have you guys all on when, oh, when I good. get the show. Good. I'll okay, do a children's great. book for my <laughs> show. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And if anybody can think of a name, let me know. Her. Yes. <laughs> okay. Goodbye, everybody. Right. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.